This episode of the Detox Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Riot Printing. Celebrating their 10th year in business, Rebel Riot is locally owned and family operated, offering custom printed tees with no minimums and fast turnaround. And by Bitsbox. Bitsbox teaches kids to code. Real JavaScript, real devices, and really fun. Hands down the most fun way for curious kids ages 6 to 14 to learn coding. Use promo code DETOX for $20 off any subscription order of $50 or more. That's D-T-A-L-K-S DETOX for $20 off any order of $50 or more with Bitsbox. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where this dad talks about life, kids, and stuff. I'm your host, Joe Shaw. And on today's episode, I have the host of another fatherhood-based podcast, Art Eddy, host of the Life of Dad podcast. His show has been on the air for nine years. That's right, nine years he has been doing the Life of Dad show, Life of, and he's also been doing a couple of other shows like The Art of Conversation, which I was just recently on a couple weeks ago. You can check that out. Go to lifeofdad.com. You can check that out. And of course, I will put a link to it in the show notes as well. And also, he's got a book, Life of Dad, covering a lot of the great advice and content and interviews he has had over the course of his podcast run. He's a fascinating individual. We get into a lot of great topics. So stick around. I'll be right back with Art after this. Welcome back to the Detox Podcast. With me at this time is the host of the Life of Dad podcast, Mr. Art Eddie Art. Thanks so much for being on the show today. How are you doing? My pleasure, sir. Thanks for having me. I, it's always great to uh, be on another dad podcast, man. And uh, it's just uh, it's, it's fun seeing your energy. So I'm really honored to be on your show, man. Thanks. I know it's it's very much like I found my people. I found I found I found my uh, my my group. My silo, my tribe, if you will, and it just feels really great to uh, to have somebody that's also not only a fellow dad but a fellow dad podcaster. So it's like, ah, we're speaking the same language over here. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt, <laughs> traveling the same herd. Love right, it. <laughs> right. And I know you were just telling me before we even got started one of the many joys of home ownership, and uh, which is a, a core piece of of being a parent is one of the many things you have to juggle is uh, is taking care of your home. And so you just had a, a garbage disposal replacement. Is that correct? (laughs) (laughs) Like literally just replaced. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. And I was saying, like, literally just replaced. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Like, about uh, an hour and a half ago, we were kind of like spending time on our different podcast shows. You were on mine, I'm on yours. Right. I was like, I was waiting for it to be delivered. Like, FedEx said it was going to be here around three. Um, my wife was doing it, uh, was out uh, with her, one of her friends at an event. And so my daughters and I are hanging out. They're playing on their iPads right before bedtime. And all of a sudden, I get a knock at the door at eight o'clock. I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> and the rest of my week is kind of busy. So, like, today was the day that I was like, Oh, sweet, they're going to ship it today. And so I'm like, <laughs> All right. I turn off the Battlefront of my playstation 4 and get to work and i'm just like looking at the time i'm like oh i gotta record a podcast with joe soon <laughs> so i got it done and like i'm checking intermittently like all right is there any leaks no thank god and for people who are handy they're probably like look at this clown but like i i'm making i'm making leaps and bounds to being a better uh you know person to take care of the house and so like this was a good step for me but i was still like 
please don't leak. Please don't leak. Right. So right. I always have that fear. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was, uh, what I was, uh, it made me think of when you were telling that story though. And, and our very first house that my wife and I had, we had a, and this, this is one of those stories where it's like, it was not funny for a very long time, but it's like, now we can look yeah. back and, and everybody can laugh about it. But it was, uh, we were having, we had a washer and dryer unit installed. We had to have like brand new appliances installed and everything when we bought our house. And we had the washer installed and it was a second, second floor, uh, laundry room. And so I think you know where this is going to end up going. And the, uh, the washer was installed <clears throat> and we had the plumbers that installed the hot, the new hot water heater said, Hey, we've got a, a, a drain tray that we want to install. Or I don't know what the, I was going to say drip tray, but that's wrong. It's like uh, it goes underneath the washer to kind of catch if there's a little bit of flooding so it doesn't leak. So yeah. they said, we'll come in and when, when oh, a drip pan. Yeah. 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 There you go. So the, uh, they said that they would come in and install it once it had arrived and they came and they installed it. But here's something that the plumber did not do. They did not reconnect the drain hose. So oh my God. the very first time that we ran a wash load, it flooded oh, no. <laughs> and oh. the carpet was brand new and it was squishy and like there was water damage on the ceiling and I mean, it was just awful. We got everything sorted out. Everybody is squared away. We're all good. But I mean, that was something where it's like, I didn't think to look behind the washer after he pushed it back to go, did he reconnect everything? But I, I tell you what, I do now every single time. I triple check every single hose just to make sure is everything in because man, that carpet, oh, it was so squishy. It was so bad. So every time that you're talking about the garbage disposal, I just got a little bit of a, a little bit of a flashback to that. And I go, oh, God, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, not a similar situation. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny, though, too, because, uh, you know, you talk about the first house you have. So I'm not sure you had kids at the time. But, it right. Um, yeah. So for me now, it's like I always sometimes harken back to like if I was to ask my dad something, hey. Want to play a video game? Like, hey, you want to go outside? And he's like fixing something. Not like, oh, soon, aren't soon? And then all of a sudden, my keyboard ass like, give me a second. Like, he's right. starting to like. So maybe he wasn't really mad at me. He was just mad at the fact that like he's doing this thing and he doesn't really like. He'd rather be hanging out with me, right? Uh, you know, playing like throwing a football or something like that. But right. it's like now too, like my daughter's like, oh, do you need any help? I'm like, no, just go to bed. Just I gotta do a podcast and just go to bed. And they're like, all right. And so like, <laughs> after I was done, I gave him a, you know, they were in bed and I gave him a kiss, good night. I said, love you guys. I'm like, love you. And I was on to do the podcast, but there's so many things as a parent that <laughs> once you become a parent, they always say like a baby, the cliche is a baby changes everything. But like, not only that, you realize like how much your parents did for you, like right. medical benefits, all these other things. You're like, man, I was a jerk to them sometimes. Right. What was up with that? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's totally true. It, it definitely gave me a new perspective for my parents to go, man, I, uh, I just didn't know why they didn't have time to hang out with me. And it's like, well, now I know they were busy fixing everything. <clears throat> And it just, it's just yeah. one thing after another, especially if you've got a home. <laughs> but but that, no that definitely leads me into one of the first questions that I like to ask <clears throat> parents that come on the show is, Art, what do you think makes a good dad? Ooh, that's a good question. But I think it, it's different for everybody, right? I mean, every nowadays, you know, when I became a stay-at-home dad, let's say like six years ago, it was kind of – no, actually – eight years ago, because when my daughter was born eight years ago, it was like, all right, you know, wife and I look like, we don't want to do daycare. What are we going to do? And, sure. All right. Like I'll be the stay at home dad. And so I became the stay at home dad. And anytime we're where I went, if I was going grocery shopping, you always hear like, Oh, isn't that nice? You're helping your wife out, giving her a day off. And like, 
some people be upset and be like, oh no, I'm the same. Like for me, I'm like, yep. I just kind of like nod my head and say, sure. That's yep. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, but then for other dads who are like traveling or in the military, it's like when, I think the biggest thing that to answer your question, even though I'm going long winded, no, like, I think the biggest thing is just when you have time for your kids, make sure you're there. You're all there. And you, and because uh, again, none of the cliche bombs going to happen where like it goes by so fast, but like my oldest is getting ready to go into middle school. And maybe that doesn't sound that, you know, like profound, like, Oh, she's going to middle school. Like she's not off to college, but soon she will be right. right? Like soon she's going to be. And I think it, what makes a good dad is I don't want to try, you know, as Tupac said, only God can judge me. And I, I live by that <laughs> motto. I live by thug life as well. No, but like, um, I think, I think uh, the biggest thing is like, don't, you know, whatever you can do and how you can be there for your kids, whether it's financially or, you know, being there playing or game or whatever the case may be, as long as you're there and you're trying to do your best and you're balancing both life and work and family. I mean, that I think is going to be the best set. If you are giving your all and you're kind of sweating, like, man, I need to give more. That's the mentality you kind of, you kind of got to have. And if you have that, I think you're doing a good thing. No, it's a very good point. And it's something that I know that we've heard um, a couple different times from different parents, which is always be present. And, and it's it's one of those things that I think every parent can echo. It's easier said than done, right? Because it's oh, th- there's so many times where we're thinking about the next thing and what do I have to do next? Or what's tomorrow? Or what, what am I going to make for dinner? Or what are we going to have for dinner? Or, uh, you know, just what, what's next vacation? What, what's today? What's tomorrow? What's next week? And it's so easy to just get lost. You know, you're you're physically there, but mentally you're a million miles away because you've got a laundry list of things to do. And it is the hardest thing in the world to kind of tune that out, be present with your children right then and there, and and really invest time into them. You know, I, I heard this phrase the other day that talked about investing time versus spending time, right? And it was talking about like the 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 cliche, and I'm going to try and draw a comparison here, is that if you're investing time, you know, you're you're doing something to pour into something that's going to better you. So it's like you're you're investing time by learning a skill or learning a trade or, or improving a talent or whatever it is, right? And spending time is just sitting and watching TV. Like you're not, you're not getting anything out of it per se, but you're, you know, you're just kind of relaxed. And so the idea that they were saying is like you're investing time with your children is you're really you're physically there you're present you're trying to impart on them the knowledge and skills that you have or at a lot of the time you're just just being there and being emotionally available is investing in their emotional well-being and and it's but it's so it's so easy to, to to I'm the worst about it with just thinking because my brain rapid fires about a bunch of different stuff that I've got to do or I want to do or this, that, or the other. And I've really focused on slowing down, being present and, and, and just focusing on my kids. And for me, what I started doing was keeping my phone in my pocket when I'm around my kids. And, you know, for me, I, I, I couldn't go, like, I feel vibrations or I hear notifications and I would start wondering what it is, but I have uh, my smartwatch and it will tell me, you know, what it is so I can glance at it and go, that's not important. That's not important. You know, which in reality, nothing's more important than children, but you know, work comes up and whatnot, but it allows me the flexibility to feel connected and know what's going on, but also the mental space to actually spend time with my kids. And so that kind of helped train me and it's still a work in progress, but I think that was a long winded way of saying being present is the most important thing, but it is not always the easiest thing. 
no, not at all. And then, you know, we'll have this conversation and watch me tomorrow, you know, help my kids go to school. Like I'm, you know, if I'm not traveling for, you know, covering something or the case, maybe I'm mostly with the kids. Like my wife is here too, but I think she travels a lot more than I do. Right. Um, so I'm with the kids, but like, I gotta, to me, it's like, all right, yes, I made them lunch. And we talked, we, we talked a little bit breakfast. Of course we talk at, you know, dinner time. But what am I doing with them? Because sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm hanging out with them. This is great. Like we're having dinner. We're talking the goods and the bad about each of their days and all that. And, you know, I'll help them with their homework. Like when they come off the bus, I'm helping with their homework. But that's what's one form of there. But like, I also want to be like there for like some other stuff, right. like playing basketball with them. Or, you know, I mean, I coach their teams, but I feel like, again, like I always feel like I can do more. Sure. And when I play video games or like now my oldest, actually both of them, they like to draw. And I used to draw like all like comic book characters. And yeah. now, you know, Captain Marvel's out right now. So right, my right, oldest right. is like, Draw, like she went to a she went to a birthday party and they had like it was a painting thing. It was funny too. Like the uh, the the uh, invitation said, um, "Wine and pain." Like you know, drop off a of wine and pain. I'm like, man, they're kind of starting them early. You know, Twelve year old party, but like it was just like they have right. kids. You know, right. they have the wine there. Right. Um, but like they had the the artist draw uh, llama corns, like a cross between unicorn and llama, and like, oh. you know you can design it every way yeah. you want. She brings it back, and it's a Captain Marvel on the corner. I was like, that's awesome. That is so <laughs> and cool. in the corner, she's got Marvel Studios with a 10-year-anniversary. You know, I'm like, that's my daughter. That's like, so awesome. That. that is so awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, man. Well, talking about – I want to pivot a little bit. So talking about the life of dad, you've been doing this for, what is it, 10 years now? Is that correct? Almost, yeah. I started uh, 2010. So, okay, yeah, so it's close. Up there. Yeah, crazy. I was trying to. I was trying to give you an extra year, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem. But uh, so I want to talk about what was your original genesis for uh, creating the podcast, and then also what was your original goal? What did you set out to do? And kind of, I know it's going to be a lot because it's been nine years, but how it's kind of evolved with your perspective on on what it does uh, in the nine years that's been around. Cool, man. Yeah. Thanks for asking. And um, the the funny thing is, is when I was in college going for, you know, TV and broadcasting and radio, I never thought like, man, I'm gonna have a dad podcast. We're gonna be talking about fatherhood. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be like all up in like fatherhood and, you know, just helping lead the charge, right, you know? right, right. especially putting a, putting a stake uh, in, uh, you know, stay at home dads. You know? Right. Be right, a voice for them. right. I didn't. I never had that. And so I was in radio and the guys, uh, there was a guy um, that I produced a morning show for. And I also did in a radio station. If anybody's listening that worked at a radio station, you know, this, you have to wear many hats. And I was not only um, working in promotions, but I started uh, befriending uh, the host of the classic rock station. And he was like, hey, you want to kind of help me out? And I was like, yeah, cool. So he kind of gave me some hours and we started doing things. And I became the producer and like the sidekick. And then the guy that I was doing promotions with, we all kind of left the radio. Like we still like hanging out with each other. And we like the radio format. So what's, what should we do? And we've been doing this for like 12 years, like the masters of none podcasts. And so, right. uh, my friend, Mike, who I worked in promotions with, he was good friends with, uh, Tom Riles who founded, you know, was the CEO of life of dad, one of the co-founders. And he goes to me, he goes, Hey, you know, I know Mike's not a dad yet, but uh, I love you guys as a podcast. Would you think about maybe doing a podcast with me? I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, you know, we'll, we'll get the logistics set up. And so while that was going on, he's like, you can also write for us too. So started writing for them. And my first uh, article was kids are like velociraptors. And it was just like, you know, a fun, 
take on father because i think of jurassic park and right right you know uh when uh why am i muldoon i think yes 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 uh, muldoon yes that is correct muldoon like he's talking about he's like you know they test the system they know the weakness they right. always like they always, they remember right and <laughs> right, so right, right right i wrote an article about how my daughter like knew how to like color like the, the door that was like the new front door we just installed with crayon because i was helping my other daughter you know go to the bathroom and all that other stuff so it was like <laughs> it was just a funny weird article but then we finally got all the kingston uh all the tech issues out when we started doing the podcast and it was first it was just kind of like talking to any dads we could and it's pretty much like what we started off became the Life of Dad After Show, which is now the Art of Conversation. Right. Um, and then now, like the the main staple Life of Dad Show, I guess, is where we have you know people from sports, movies, music, entertainment, whatever the case may be. CEOs we've had on like Mark Cuban and uh, just a bunch of other guys that you know talk about fatherhood. Right. And it just kind of started like I'm like I got back to my radio days where I was like producing my own show, hosting it, editing it. And at first, Tom and I, Tom Riles and I were on it. And then uh, after a while, like with everything that, you know, Life of Dad got into with campaigns and all that. So he had to kind of stay more on the business side. And then I brought on John Finkel, who's written a bunch of books. Uh, so he, you know, he became my uh, co-host for the Life of Dad show. And, you know, I still kind of producing editing it. I'm like heading up all the different aspects of it. And uh, I can't believe like, yeah, it's been like nine years. Yeah, <laughs> and like next Monday. Uh, it's gonna be my 400th episode. That's like, awesome. It's crazy. It's like that's all right, awesome. 400 episodes. Yeah. So it's it's been a ride. Sometimes I'll like look back and everyone's like, "Have you ever?" One of my best friends, Brian, uh, that I grew up with, he was like, How, "Why haven't you written a book yet?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm doing other things. Uh, you know, trying to be present with my kids as well." And he's like, "You got to write a book. You got to write a book." I'm like, "All right, whatever." And then when John came on to the show, he's like, "Dude, like you have so much material here. Why don't you write a book?" I'm like. You've been talking to my friend Brian, like what's going on? So <laughs> we started, uh, you know, reaching out to different platforms and different uh, book pu- uh, book publishers. And Simon and Schuster was like, "We like your idea." So John and I wrote the book together. It's, you know, a collection of the different in, uh, interviews that I've done over a while, and uh, it's broken down into like three different parts, of all about fatherhood. So it's coming out like I have a book coming out that kind of came from that podcast that's coming out actually a day after my birthday this year, so May seventh. Um, shameless plug, you can order it on Amazon, uh, books a million, bars and noble. Can you do the pre-order for it right now? You can do a pre-order for right now. Perfect. Anywhere books are sold. <clears> I we will put appreciate it, it. We will put it in the <laughs> show notes. So listeners, if you're listening to this right now and you go, you know what? I want to, I want to pre-order that book for the, the dad or the parent in my life. Scroll down in the episode description, click on the link that I've put there. You can go ahead and pre-order it and it will be at your doorstep before you know it. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, No problem. I was going to ask you about the book. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the evolution of the show just kind of – it just kept on going, and I just – I love where it's at. But I'd say one of the biggest things that I'm very proud of Life of Dad is um, not only did it – you know, Tom Tom Ronald started up because his daughter, his uh, his nine-year-old daughter now, she uh, was born with a congenital heart defect, the CHD. And just like on your podcast, man, you try and bring in all walks of fatherhood. You want to talk about – all different situations that fathers and parents go through. Right. And I never heard of a CHD, right? I'm like, what, what is a CHD? And then like talking to Tom, I was like, man, we need to do something. So for that podcast, I would have people that's been in the news or the limelight that had uh, CHD themselves or their child had the CHD. So we had like, you know, Panthers tight end Greg Olson. We had Brett Bear from Fox News. We mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brian Littrell from the Backstreet Boys. All right. these different people that had a congenital heart defect, like Channing Fry in the NBA, like, 
we all talked about this. We all talked about like raising awareness and, you know, Tom and uh, his wife, Lucy have always been thankful for like, Hey, thanks for raising awareness. But I'm like, yeah, the more we get awareness for everything, I think it'll give kids a fair shake and, you know, have a chance to, you know, have a successful life, you know? So that was, that was really cool. And then, uh, in the different dad communities and forums that we have, we saved a couple of dads lives from like taking their own life because whether they lost a child or they went through a divorce and, Beyond like whoever I got for the podcast or this book, man, like for for me, like you said, like reaching out and kind of making sure um, that, you know, you've talked to a dad and, you know, you were on my show and you were talking about how one dad emailed you and talked about how he liked the podcast and was binging. Right. You've got that sense of like, man, I, I accomplished something, even if it's – and again – cliche bomb soundboard or something but like if you're saving just one life man like that how awesome is that like your show's done that life of dad's done that and it's like man like we are connecting dads and we're relating to each other and i mean that's to me that is like the ultimate benefit from these podcasts and just creating this network of fathers absolutely and it's so true because you 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 start you start thinking and i remember i had this moment before i started the show where i went you know, I was doing like some some witty blog posts and a bunch of other stuff that was fun, but it was it was kind of like uh, snarky, I would say, and sarcastic, and it was <laughs> it was fine, right? But <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was like really contributing to the betterment of society, and yeah. uh, and I and I kind of like put a kibosh on all that and was like, ah, I don't really like it. And I started, I sat back and I went, I want to be able to look back and go, I've put more good out in the world than bad, and specifically, I yes. want to know that the good that I put out there has helped other people be better. And, and so like the tagline of the show is be a better dad. And it's cause every mm. single episode and every single conversation, we're trying to figure out how do we be a better dad? How do we be a better parent? How do we be a better person? And, yeah. and we, we accomplish that by having a window into other people's lives. And, and when I thought about that and we started doing the podcast, I, and I realized I went, this is it. And then that email that you mentioned, you know, that, that was it for me. That was the, the tipping point where I went, this is it. We like, I've arrived, I've been able to I have concrete proof that what I've done has made a difference in somebody's life. And so now it's like everything I do from here is bonus. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it's, it's an incredible feeling to know that you've made a positive impact in someone's life. And, and just like, you know, you talk about 400 episodes, that's 400 episodes that, that have touched <laughs> people. Right. Right. Plus, plus yeah. like the light, you know, like the, the art of conversation, all these other things. And for me, I I'm coming up on episode hundred later, this, uh, 100 that's 100 Rats, um, well, thanks, well, thanks, thanks. Still, that's, that's right a good, it is, you know it how is. Many people it's like doing a podcast is like almost like a news resolution to the gym right so I'm gonna right. like, hey, start a podcast <laughs> work out and then like five episodes in like i forget this yeah this it's is like, hard hey, man, yeah. you're staying with it man yeah. so you're 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 continuing your news resolution for i mean 100 right. in man that's yeah. that's fantastic so right nice work thank man. you thank you but yeah so hitting 100 and i'm like man that's 100 episodes that have touched people and have really been able to make an impact and and it's it's just it makes me just beam with pride and joy when i get to hear stories of people who listen to shows like yours and mine and and have positive takeaways but it's just it uh, it, it makes me beyond happy it's just it's really it's wonderful it's wonderful perspective and and i love it but but yeah, I want to. You're preaching the choir, right? right. Preaching the choir. Just one quick thing, like sure. one of the things you just said, I, I think is spot on. Where I want to leave the world a better place, but one of the things that, like, to kind of piggyback on that, one of the things that I feel like I want to do, and my wife and I talk about this, is 
not only do we want to leave a, this uh, a better place for our kids as they grow up, but we want to make sure that our kids, when they go out in the world, they're going to be doing things that are positive and you know paying it forward. So right. I like your mentality, and I, I totally agree with you on that. Absolutely. Now, I wanted to know, <clears throat> uh, we, t- we touched a little bit about the book for sure, but I guess... Um, so since you kind of touched on the book and the and the timing and and the pitching process and all of that, I really want to talk about has there been because you've done so many of these different episodes with with uh, a bunch of different people, a wide variety of people that people know for sure. What was one particular one or two particular interviews or episodes that you did with people that really stuck out and really has has left an impression on you that you're still able to recall 400 up, you know, almost 400 episodes deep? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's a good question. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, right. I feel like with the 400 episodes, like they're for like one for every 10, right? There's sure. something there. Right. Like interviewing like my sports heroes, like David Robinson. Uh, oh, Bo yeah. Jackson wasn't on this show, but it was on a different show. But we talked a little bit about fatherhood. Um, Mark Hamill, of course, I'm a big Star Wars nut. Yeah. And um, bunch, a bunch of the guys that I grew up idolizing and being like, man, I'm a big fan. But one of the ones that took um i always i always think about is the one with jb smooth and <laughs> he talked about he it's not as solid i've had there's no way near that i had the success that jb smooth has but like <laughs> there was something that stuck out about him uh quitting his job and like going for what he wants to do when his daughter was born and he was just uh, he was on an airplane and there was uh, you know, some turbulence. He's like, what? He's like, he, why did I get on this plane? Why did I quit my job? My daughter's going, like all these things that he's rushing in so much doubt, but he's like, forget it. I'm going to go through it and I'm going to keep on doing this. Right. And I remember when I left, I got, you know, for someone in radio, you want to be in the New York market. That's the number one market. Right. And right. while I was at the radio station in New Jersey, uh, I applied for this one promotions position uh, for a radio station in New York city. I got it. And I'm like, Oh, this is fantastic. This is what I want. And my daughter, my oldest was, um, my wife was pregnant with my oldest at the time. And my job really didn't need, I didn't need to be there right in the beginning of the day because I was mostly doing a lot of promotions and I had to meet with like one of the big wigs, uh, in the afternoon about what, pri- what prizes we were going to give on the morning show. Right. Was, there was like a lot of things, but most of my stuff, the meat and potatoes were on, uh, the afternoons. And I said to my my boss, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be a little late. My, you know, wife's uh, got a sonogram, and we're gonna take a look at the baby and all this stuff. And she's like, all right. And then the second time, I said the same thing, and she pulled me in the office. She's like, hey, let me ask you a question. What's more, what's more important, uh, your job or your family? In my mind, I'm like, bingo. This is you made my, you made my answer for me. So thanks. <laughs> so right. I'm like, right. I told my wife, and I was like, we can't have this. So like, you know, we're still living in New Jersey. It's like a one hell of a train ride into New York. So right. go. I'm like, yes, I got there, but I want to be there for my kids. I, I, I can't wait to be a dad and this is not going to happen. So I quit my job while my wife was pregnant. Wow. And thankfully the people at, uh, the other station in New Jersey, they were like, Hey, we heard you left. Uh, what happened? And I kind of explained, they're like, we want you back. And so like, <laughs> I became, I was able to work from home, uh, like three out of the five days at work. And my wife was able to work parts time and, Life, you know, gives you different twists and turns, some good, some bad. And you got to, you know, obviously roll with the bad and enjoy the good. But I remember just I could have been like, I should have stuck it out. Like, why didn't I just stay, you know, stuck it out there? But I'm like, my quality of life would have been bad. I've probably been in like a bad father, just like a grumpy old, like, you know, loaf just being like ticked off because I got to go into right. the city and not, you know, hang out with them. So, right. again, there was a parallel for JB. And I'm like, man, like 
I can relate to this. I, I know what he's saying. There was fear. Uh, so for some reason that was great. And plus he and I got to sing Bobby Brown humping around together. So, that was great. Oh, so like, that's that awesome. Was great. Where, where, where else <laughs> yeah. are you going to get to do that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man. That's so funny. That's so funny. But you know, one of the, one of the cliches, you know, another cliche that people always say is like when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Uh, I don't particularly like that saying mainly because I feel like lemonade is, uh, not something that I always like. Uh, I like to say, uh, when, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I don't really want lemonade. That's uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little too much for me. No. So I like to say when, when life gives you lemons, just make lemon meringue pie because you're taking something that's super bland and super predictable and super like, what am I going to do? And it's like, oh, you're making something delicious, fancy and crazy and not what anybody expects. So the next time life gives you lemons, listeners, just make lemon meringue pie. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you know it's something that's really blander than lemon meringue pie. But like, I would take uh, like a cold water, like with some ice cubes, and a couple, like a slice of lime, and right. just put the lime juice in. I mean, the lemon juice in there. Yeah. Instead of lemonade. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm sorry that I, I kind of stomped on that analogy, but I'm just saying, like, I, <laughs> I hear you, man. I love that fact that you're like, I'm gonna do something different with it. And I think, right, like earlier when you were asking me about like what makes a good father. Just do something different with it and like be your own dad, but be a good dad. So I freaking love that, man. Yeah. Make lemon ring pie. Nice. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, we're going to we're gonna start wrapping up uh, here in just a minute. But before we head to the dad joke of the week, is there something that you would like to plug that we have not already covered? No, man. I appreciate you talking about the book. People, please order it. Yes. <laughs> it comes out yes. May 7th, the day after my birthday. So yes. Thanks very much for that. And check, you know, while you're on the interwebs listening to uh, this podcast, please listen to Life and Dad Show, The Art of Conversation. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that, you know, I'm on the show. We get to talk to, uh, you know, we have this great fatherhood chat. So I think your show does that. My show does that. So just, you know, uh, just check out both podcasts. Listen to them. You know, one can be on the commute going to work. Right. One can be on back. And if you're a stay-at-home dad, one can be while you're cleaning. Like for me, my, my cleaning days are Wednesdays. I listen to podcasts on Wednesdays. There you well, go. We'll go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We are we are setting people up for success. We figured it out. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, now we are going to transition to the dad joke of the week. This is a segment where I will lob jokes, dad jokes, at our uh, my unsuspecting guest. Uh, they will attempt to laugh. Uh, the audience groans, but it's okay. I can't hear the audience. I can only hear my guests, so it works out. Uh, but before I get started, I always like to put my guests on the spot. Art, do you have any dad jokes you would like to share today? Definitely. Yeah, I got one. Okay. So uh, this is my go-to right now. Nice. Um, boy goes up to his dad. It was kind of like in the morning time. And he's like, Dad, I'm cold. Can you give me a blanket? Or can you know, keep me a sweatshirt? He's like, nah, just go in the corner. And he's like, why? Because he's like, it's 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I love that one. Thank you. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, Art, uh, I don't know if you knew about this, but the uh, a thousand years ago, the boomerang was Australia's chief export. Uh, it was also its import. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <nice. laughs> uh, the best ones you know are like the, the punchline that it's coming. Man. Right. I it. nice. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to finish this off with this one. Uh, <clears throat> Art, what did the pillow say when it fell off the bed? Oh, man, I feel like I should know this. What? Oh, sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's much like what does Snoop Doggy Dog clean his clothes with? What? Bleach. Uh <laughs> 
These are good. These are good. Oh, we better quit while we're ahead. Uh, they're the best. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, uh, Art, if listeners want to follow you or follow what you are up to, what is the best way for them to do that online? Uh, best way is uh, Twitter uh, at Art Eddie 3 or at Life of Dad Show. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm Art Eddie L O D. Perfect. And that is lifeofdad.com. Is that correct? Correct, sir. Thank you. All right. Perfect. No problem. All right, listeners. Well, we will have... Uh, oh, wait. Before I get even into the outro, uh, Art, we need a hashtag for this episode. Should we just go with hashtag Life of Dad? Can we do two hashtags? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> or we can do a different one instead. Hashtag, we, don't, we don't have to do Life of Dad. It's up to you. I like the hashtag Life of Dad. We'll do okay. that one, but okay. then also two hashtag Lemon Meringue Pie. Oh, yes. Yes. There it is. Lemon Meringue Pie. Perfect. All right. Well, Art, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Can't wait to have you on again. And uh, listeners, uh, don't worry. We've got another great episode coming next week with some great content uh, that you'll be seeing shortly. And until next time, hashtag life of dad, hashtag lemon meringue pie, and hashtag be a better dad. If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Detox Podcast or visit DetoxPodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com.